0: That sermon be to you or just to be. And oh, by the way, did I mention that it should be funny? Oh, all of that to be less. Salvation is here. I am the words that Moses wrote in his books. I am the words of David penned in his songs. I am the sermons and the proclamations and the promises that the prophets had preached for thousands of years. Salvation is here. I am the seed of the woman. I am the suffering of the servant. I am the son of David. I am the branch from the root of Jesse. I am God's messenger salvation is here. In Hebrew, I am the the Messiah, the Anointed One. In Greek, I am Christos, the Christ, the Anointed One. Salvation is here. Jesus' words were short that day. But it was long, and long for the people of Nazareth. But well, we're not the people of Nazareth. Are we? We're not waiting for the Savior. Our Savior has come, and we trust him, and we believe him, and we know his story. So what exactly does Jesus' sermon have to do or mean for the people of God? Well, eight short words a long, unfulfillment. What he who was anointed to preach good news to the poor preached that day, Jesus was proclaiming the Lord's Savior. But what he was saying, what Jesus means, was that he was right when he said later on in his ministry, I am the way, the truth. You see, contrary to the popular opinion in our world today that there are multiple equal paths to God, all are basically the same. What, what flavor do you want to take God? Right? I like one that's a little bit more spicy. I like one that's a little bit more legalistic, I like one that's a little more soft and squishy. Except you'll notice that in Jesus' sermon here at Nazareth, he doesn't talk about any multiple paths. To God. In fact, through his entire ministry, he never talks about multiple ways to God. He talks about himself as the door and the gateway to heaven. So here it is, people, Father. When it comes to people, God is indeed inclusive. This son, Jesus, the fulfiller of scripture, did indeed die for the sins of all people. Son of God is the way to the Father. Only Jesus had the power and the ability to be able to die for the sins of all people and to bring you back into the covenant relationship, back into the family of God's grace and His love. Jesus' short sermon also means this that He fulfilled every single job description that was describing the Messiah in the Old Testament. God had planned that the Messiah would show up in Bethlehem. Micah like chapter 5, where was Jesus born? God had said that this Savior is going to be born of an alam, a virgin, Isaiah. He was born of a virgin. The scriptures tell us that he was going to be born in Nazareth, or live in the world and lived in Nazareth. He grew up and lived in Nazareth. The scriptures tell us that he was going to be betrayed by a close friend who was Betrayed by a close friend, that close friend betrayed him off and handed him elsewhere in Scripture, where it says he's going to be handed off to wicked men who would beat him and bruise him, and eventually pin him to a vertical that called the (whistles) cross. In all of the Scriptures, none of his bones will be broken, and none of them will. This is where it's true. Sermon, depending on how up our spirit is, at least talk about God. war, mostly prisoners of war. That's why we preach law and gospel. Admitted our guilt. And then, just like supposed to, and then Jesus Himself, through the the minister, absolves us from our sins to assure us that those sins have been washed away. He sees them of our sins to assure us that those sins have been washed away. He sees them of the Lord. We are clean as burning snow in His eyes. And we do have a rightful place in His kingdom. And we do candidly expect and embrace from the Heavenly Father. Yourself and the uh, friend and then all right. This is history. There is empirical evidence that there was a Jesus and that he was seen by over 500 people when he rose again from the grave. But more than anything, this is an article of faith because without the resurrection, salvation is not here for anyone. But Jesus has risen from the grave. And so salvation is here. And so this guiltless one says to you, salvation is here for you. No more guilt. Your conscience need no longer be nagged. Sin is no longer your master. The devil can no longer accuse you. Death no longer needs to frighten you. How can you be sure? Well, there's another little short, short sermon that Jesus preached. Not in the synagogue, but as he is being pinned to that vertical deathbed, he said... It is finished. And negatively saying, what is he saying there? Negatively speaking, he says, your guilt is gone. Positively, he's saying, your sins are forgiven you. Your salvation is here, and I am it. Ottawa, here it is. You can be sure, because God always fulfills his promises. All right, let's wrap this up so I don't need to get accused of going on, blathering on for 32 minutes again. Subjective. If a tree falls in the forest and there's no one there to hear it, does it make any noise? What? What does that have to do with the price of tea in China, Pastor? What does that have to do with this sermon? Well, my point is this. God's Word gives us absolutely everything that we need in order to receive the overflowing, abundant blessings of Christ. Does it not? Yes, the answer is, it does. It's all there, ready and waiting to be fulfilled in your hearing. But you've got to hear it. You've got to read it. And you've got to know it. Otherwise, it's nothing more than a tree falling in a forest with no one to hear it, and it makes no noise. Or you don't share it with someone who desperately needs to hear it today, that their salvation is here. So did the congregation in Nazareth listen? Did they take to heart Jesus' words? That day, Well, I'm going to keep you in suspense until next week because it picks up in Luke chapter 4, verse 22 next week. But, you know, go home this afternoon and you could read the rest of Jesus' sermon for yourself and and you'll find out how things go. But see, more than importantly than just the people of Nazareth, did they take it to heart? The more important question for you and for me to ask ourselves this morning, have you taken Jesus' sermon to heart? Because the one who still rules, and the one who still reigns, and the one who is still alive, he said, today, this scripture is fulfilled, and you're here. Boy, live in the joy of that salvation, today and always. Amen. Please stand. The peace of God which surpasses all understanding. It will guard and keep your hearts and minds through faith in Christ Jesus. Amen. I direct your eyes now to your serviceful.